Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I had a friend of mine say that when she listens to my podcast, she says what I say, hey y'all. So I'm saying a hey y'all. So I want to talk today about being an empath. Um, it's, it's an experience that I have uh, been, been living with my entire life. And I know so many other people who are empaths and I'm constantly being asked, I need help with this. I need help with being so sensitive. I need help. I need help. I need help. And so I want to offer that today. You know, being an empath is different than being empathetic. And one of the things, one of the reasons why I'm talking about this today is because I want those people who are empaths and who have people in their world who don't get it and don't get you and don't tolerate your sensitivities and feel like you're being too sensitive and, and you just don't feel supported. Part of my intention today is to share this with you so that you can share it with people in your life who don't get it. Right. And the other is so that you will feel understood and you will also get some strategies and techniques to, uh, become an empowered empath. And that is the title of today, how to become an empowered empath. So being empathetic, like I said, is different than being an empath. When you're empathetic, your heart goes out to somebody, but being an empath means something entirely different. It means that you can actually feel another person's happiness or sadness in your own body because it's the energy exchange of it. In the empath's brain, there's a mirror neuron system that is a specialized group of cells that are responsible for compassion, which is thought to be hyperactive in those of us who are called highly sensitive people or empaths. And as a result, empaths can absorb other people's energies, both positive and negative, into their own body. So it's no joke, y'all, for those of you who don't get the empath piece, it's no joke that when we walk into a place or we're around a person uh, that we, we literally feel what's going on. Um, so I, I just wonder how many of you that listen can relate to what I'm talking about so far. So I felt called to talk about uh, empaths today because I was given the task from my spirit guides to do so, not just to talk about what it means to be an empath for today's episode, but really to teach others, fellow empaths who are traveling along their spiritual journey on all levels of development. And I've also been called to teach more about intuitive development and helping women align with their true path. Those of you that have been listening on my podcast, you've heard me talk about a program that I, that I offered in December. 
I will be moving forward with that in, um, in the later summer months, um, after my wedding, um, my wedding right now is taking priority, uh, but I will be offering up and it's a real new and improved version of, of the program, but I'll talk about that at some point. Um, but like I said, you know, I'll be talking about all of that in the future. Um, and without a doubt, my program aligned, it's going to address all of the items in detail that I've already talked about. Uh, but suffice it to say for today's purposes, I want to help you and those in your sphere understand finally, once and for all, what life is like for those of us who are sensitive to other people's energies and what it means to us when we don't get support. You know, so many people, I, I, I've experienced it too. It's like when you're ignorant about something you, and, and it, it, challenges the beliefs that you have and the things that you were taught, it makes it very hard to understand. And so that's why I'm talking today. So my goal as I begin today, and as I move forward in my teaching and coaching and mentoring empathic and intuitive women is to help you grow your confidence in who you are and showing the world all of the beautiful and impressive facets of who you are. That is my goal because that's been my journey. And I've worked with hundreds of women already whose journey has been much of the same to be able to step into the truth of who you are and show that to the world without fear, worry, uh, guilt, or, or fear of any kind of retribution. And so being an empath, it is no joke. It's not, we are too sensitive. We're too emotional. Women are too emotional or it's that time of the month. Nah, 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 nah. This is a real energy thing. Imagine those of you who are not empaths or who don't understand, imagine being constantly stuck by a thousand needles all at one time and feeling that all of a sudden. Okay. That's what being an empath can feel like. It's that sensitive. And so many of us have experienced this acute sensitivity over our entire lives. And many of us, including me, I had no idea what it was called. I mean, all I knew when I was a kid is that I wasn't taken seriously about the things that I picked up on and knew. Um, and you know, for, for much of my life, those things that I sensed, uh, were kind of swatted away like annoying flies by people around me. And I struggled a lot when I was a kid growing up as a very highly sensitive kid, which again, I didn't know I was in a highly energetically charged world. And I am, as many of you are, a classic example of an empath, overly sensitive. And when I say that, I don't mean it in any kind of weak way. I mean, I am crazy sensitive to everything, even silence. I'm crazy sensitive to it. Um, you know, uh, discounted, were discounted for our wild and crazy sensitivities and always feeling like I just never fit in to society the way that other people did so easily. And if this sounds like you, then you are in the right place today because we're going to go, we're going to talk about all things empath today. And if you're an empath, you understand the blessing and the curse in this ability. And trust me, when I tell you that there are times when I and many other empaths wished we were quote unquote normal. And by that, I mean, not riddled with this excessive sensitivity to energy 
and fraught with knowledge about things and people that we really didn't ask to have, right? I'm sure some of you are shaking your head saying, yeah, that's exactly right. We didn't ask for this, but you know what? Overall, it really is a gift. But the more I've grown to accept my abilities and learned how to channel them to my benefit, the more I realize this one thing, that my normal is what normalcy is, right? Normal isn't just what society dictates, it's what my wheelhouse is. Normalcy is along a spectrum. In all groups of people, there's a condition of normalcy. It's finding your normal within a group of like-minding individuals that is one of the ultimate goals of those of us who aren't the square pegs who can fit in the square hole. We are the square pegs that are trying to fit in the round hole, and that never works unless you shave part of yourself off to fit in. And I don't want to encourage anybody to do that. So we empaths can sense things about people in ways that non-empaths can. We are deeply connected to energy and not only feel the energy of others wherever we go, but also the world at large. And there are times when I and my friend group uh, have been deeply emotionally impacted by the energy of world affairs. Unknowingly, we all of a sudden we just kind of like feel, you know, out of nowhere angry or you go into a, a, a deep sadness until we figure two things out. One is that that energy doesn't belong to us, but as empaths, we feel an energetic obligation or a soul-like obligation to help balance things out for everyone else energetically and help uh, the greater good. And two, that we figure out how to clear our energetic field to regain our energetic balance, okay? So I've spoken with a number of women over the past two weeks who are empaths and intuitives, and they all say the same thing, that they wanna use their abilities for good and to make the world a better place. And that's something that we empaths and intuitives have in common. We all want to help the world be a better place. And in fact, my belief is that as light workers, uh, we've been placed on this earth in this lifetime to truly affect positive change and help others rise up and do the same. Empaths are the medicine the world needs, and they can have a profound impact on humanity when they're with their compassion and understanding. However, it is a big job to live our lives for the greater good of the world. And uh, in fact, it can be very difficult, very heavy, cumbersome, and challenging. And uh, I, I know all too many empaths who uh, know many empaths who are constant feel this constantly feel this pull to fix and help people. For example, you know, uh, uh this one, uh, friend of mine who she always has bags of, um, products and things for people who are homeless food and products. And she always carries a bunch of those in the car. She's always doing community service. She's always collecting for people in need because she's called to do that, to be of service. And out of nowhere, if you're an empath, suddenly, you know, you might feel emotionally charged. Could be with extreme sadness, irritability, stress, the desire and the need to, to help somebody feel better, anxiety and overwhelm. 
And if you don't know how to delineate what's your energy and what's not, then you're really in for a bumpy ride in this lifetime as an empath. Empath's trademark is that they always know where you're coming from. Even if you don't have the words you think you need to tell them, we just get it. Like we just feel the energy of it. And we're sponges and we take on other people's energies, not because we, it makes us feel better, but because we just can't help it. We're, like I said, we're like sponges and we take people's energy all of the time. And if we're not careful, our bodies and minds can become negatively affected with illness, physical challenges, exhaustion. So it truly is exhausting to be an empath. And it's interesting, you know, I, I have some friends who are very, very social, and I do consider myself a social person, but I also am very much a homebody. I don't feel pulled to be around a lot of people. I'm connected to a lot of people. I don't feel pulled to be physically around uh, a lot of people because I know how vulnerable I can be if I'm exposed to a lot of settings uh, where there are a lot of people. So I know myself very well. I'm sure those of you who have been in been, you know, are, are aware that your empaths have started to notice that you need your downtime and you need your time to, uh, uh, lean into yourself and your quietness and your meditation and call back your energy, you know, being uh, big places with a lot of stimulation and a lot of people just, it wears us out. It's like, it's like we've run a 10 K, but it's just with the energy exchange. And so, those of you who have people in your life who are who are empaths, but you yourself are not, I need you to hear this today. And I need you to understand that this exhaustion is real, that this desire to serve is real, that this, this desire to alleviate somebody else's grief or sadness or worry or stress or pain is so real uh, that that if there's anybody in your life that has shared those desires with you, that you, you step back and step out of your judgment and you have a, a, a compassion for them for wanting to do good. And most empaths and sensitives need time away to replenish themselves anyway with positive energy. So we, we may do that with a shower. We may do that with a walk in nature. We may do that with music. We may do that with a nap, you know, chronic fatigue and agoraphobia can result if somebody isn't supported or diagnosed as an empath. And if they don't learn how to manage their energy and energy field, chronic fatigue, you know, you feel like you're walking around with the flu all the time. And agoraphobia is when you just can't get out of your house and you're afraid to be around people because it's so overwhelming. You know, every, every condition has an extreme. And so that is an extreme, right? But it's not difficult to experience agoraphobia and chronic fatigue. And I've spoken about this often on my podcast that I was a misdiagnosed empath. In fact, back in the early seventies, when I was growing up as a kid, uh, nobody knew about this empathic shit, you know, none of this spiritual energetic stuff. So I was put in small classes for reading comprehension, which didn't help. Um, and, and nobody knew that I was moving all the time. And I still do this as moving all the time and distracted all the time because there was so much energy around me and I could feel everything. 
So no one knew, uh, let alone me, you know, uh, nobody was equipped to help me navigate the world as an empath. I had to learn it. I had to figure it out. And that's why I've been so driven to help other people. And everything I felt, I felt it so deeply. Uh, deeper, 10 times, 20 times, however you want to say, uh, I felt it deeper than most people. Uh, not that I'm better or worse. It's just that's kind of the way I'm made. And what would bother some people truly disturbed me. That's the thing. You, somebody might be bothered, blow it off. Me, I was really disturbed by it. Uh, but I never knew why. And the reason why is because uh, it I literally stepped into the shoes of that disturbance. And to this day, I can't watch movies where people are tortured, where animals are neglected, where people's bodies are impacted in some way. I can't. It hurts me and I feel it. As if it's happening to me. So I avoid that shit <laughs> with all the energy that I have. And those of us who are empaths have a hard time watching the news. I don't watch it. So I'd rather plead ignorance. And if somebody ends up saying, hey, Janice, did you hear about this? I'm like, oh, no. Well, tell me about it. I do not expose myself to the news. It's really all negative anyway. It really sucks. Uh, but suffice it to say, we are all sensitive to everything, us empaths, music, people talking, silence, energy, spirits. And I'm not trying to paint a picture of the only, uh, you know, of only the challenging aspects of being an empath. But I do want to share the true struggles that we have. So those of you who want to share this with people in your circle, in your world, your family members, friends, colleagues, and even your own children who evidence, uh, you know, these kinds of uh, symptoms, we'll call them, um, you know, the, the children who are, we call them star seeds, who are special, it just in a very entirely different way. And I love to work with uh, gifted, gifted kids. Um, you know, they, they need to learn how to move through life. Uh, but, but to really come to an understanding of what we go through, those people who don't understand so that they can be a support system and really bottom line, stop blowing you off and minimizing what you feel. I hear that a lot that people minimize us like, Oh, you're just overreacting. Or I didn't even notice that at all. Why, why are you even thinking about that? is because we do. So fucking accept it. We do. We're sensitive. We pick up on shit. You don't. And I get a little pissy about it because I get sick and tired of, you know, hearing people go look at me like I'm crazy and I know I'm not. And that's okay. They can look at me like that all they want. Uh, I'm good with me and that's all that matters. So too many of us don't have the right support system in place where our external environment and the people in it believe in our sensitive sensitivities and in our intuitive hits. They're real, just as real as you would touch anything tangible. And because of this, many empaths hide their gifts from the world. And it's so sad to me that this is the case, but I'm, I'm here to change the narrative for the world. I have to, this is what I've been called to do to teach light workers how to truly live well using their gifts to make a profound impact on the world. That's what I've been called to do. And I'll be diving deep into helping empathic and intuitive women harness their abilities so that they can show the world who they truly are in my aligned program that I'm going to be offering in late summer of this year. And in fact, I'm working on the content right now, which makes me very excited. But to be an empowered empath, you need to do the following. 
One, identify what energy is yours and what is not. Two, learn how to ground and balance your energy. Three, develop your self-confidence and pride as an empath and intuitive. Four, learn how to harness your strengths to do the work you love so that you can feel that you're living in your purpose. And five, learn how to protect your energy field. All of this and more will be taught in my program later this summer with bonuses that are going to really rock your world. And to be empowered means to feel strong and capable and confident and secure enough to be you, regardless of what other people think, say, or do. And being an empath does have its perks, I promise. We get to vet people before they even know it or before they even utter their first word. We get the lay of the land before anybody realizes we've already gotten it. And we feel the energy of others alive and or in the spirit world. And we hear, feel, see, and know things that others don't, giving us an edge in whatever circumstance that we find ourselves in. The biggest challenge empaths face is to have faith in the information that they get. Trust me, I'm going to go really deep into that in my program, how to learn to trust yourself. And if you're an empath, you're not alone. There are hundreds upon thousands of us lightworkers activated in this lifetime right now here to make the world a better place. And you have to be cognizant of your surroundings and the people with whom you engage so that you can guard your energy. And it takes some work to know your triggers, but you can. And I'll teach about, I'll teach about all of that in my course and in my upcoming three-day live program in the late summer. And I'll make sure everybody knows about that. All empaths must learn to create healthy boundaries to survive for sure. So I ask you, empaths, where in your life do you need to shore that up? We empaths have such a strong desire to help and fix people, and we're often faulted for helping those with broken wings. Lord knows I heard that all too often. Janice, you constantly find yourself with people who have broken wings. When are you going to learn that you're better than that? Stop settling, they would say. And to them, and to anyone else who believes that about yourself, it would be important to say back to them, thank you for your point of, point of view, but I'm good. And keep on helping those who need it. Of course, not to your detriment, though. So I hope today has been helpful. Please, any of you empaths who have people in your life who just don't get it, who don't support you, who belittle uh, your feelings, your, your, your sensitivities, please let them hear this. Let them hear from somebody who they are not connected to what life is like. Uh, and I hope it really helps improve relationships and communication. And I hope it helps you to live out loud as an empath. As always, I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and always, always, always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.